3: And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. It's the Ken Carman Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS, 855 855-212 212 Send the tweets, send the hot takes at Ken Carmen C-A-R-M-A-N. At toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Folks, there's tremendous news. Geico has that 15% off discount. It's fantastic. You're going to want to use it. I guarantee you. Coming up in a bit, I don't think Jerry has any other choice but to pay Dak Prescott, and I'll tell you why coming up at about 12.40 p.m. Eastern. Also, we'll get back into the whole thing with the Washington football team. I think it's a little bit more convoluted than what people want to give it. But I got to start everything out. Hickey's out. Billy Jack is in, I'm in good hands with Billy Jack, he joins us right now. Billy, how the hell are you? I'm
1: good, Ken, how are you doing?
3: I'm doing wonderful, I'm doing even better getting a chance to talk to you. I hope you've had a wonderful week, you do such a wonderful job, I love you so much, your spirits make me high, your spirits make me happy, I'm just a huge fan of you in every single way, Billy.
1: Except for today though.
3: Why? Why? What I had a rough go today? of
1: it with the guest booking.
3: Don't worry about it. I don't give a damn. I'll talk more to the people. It doesn't matter about that. And you didn't have a rough go with it. Bob Nightingale's fantastic. I, I loved having Bob on.
1: Bob's great. Bob's great. But I was trying to uh, produce a little bit a little bit more. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah, Billy. Hey, hey. You know what? If you want to go out there and try to get one of them guys, you go right on ahead. But I don't care. I can do the next two. I can do the next two hours with calls. I do without calls. Of course, we invite calls. Doesn't matter to me. I don't care, Billy. You don't got to worry about any of that. I do need something from you. I need. I need something from you. I need the top five that will do at 120. Even though today's a little bit different, Billy, just because I'm re-ranking the Madden top 10 on a bunch of positional groups. I did. Pa- I did uh, running backs earlier. I want to do pass rushers probably coming up here in about 20 minutes. I'm thinking. Nice, I think I like I'd like that. to do the pass rushers and we'll get to hopefully we'll try to get to some wide receivers. We'll definitely get to the quarterbacks as well. So if I'm asking you, Billy, if we'll do a top five with you as we do every single Saturday, what's the top five we have to get to with you?
1: Well, it's kinda like we spoke about the other day, Ken. As you know, uh the NBA snitch hotline is uh is <laughs> it's uh it's a pretty interesting thing. So my question to you is, who would be the top five NBA players you would most likely snitch on.
3: Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. Thank you very much. Because I was going to do this at 11 o'clock Eastern, and I had to get something off my chest about pro wrestling, which a lot of people agreed with. There were a couple of people who were really mad. I'm sorry. I, uh, Yeah, no, I'm not sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry. I I, I have. I, I am like a lot of people. i got small kids. i got disposable income. I'm not going to come watch that garbage. You're going to continue that garbage. And there's things I like about the current product, and there's things I hate about the current product. And with both companies, I do hope for both companies to be successful. There's people I've met with both of the major companies that have been fantastic people, and I would consider friends. I want them to be successful, and I want to be able to enjoy it, but there's a lot of things that uh, I just I watch. the The network shows me what it used to be, and today's pales in comparison to what it used to be. Now, Billy, I know you don't care about that. I know you care about basketball. Let me bring you in for a second. Yes, sir you're going to call me Sammy the Bull. And I need to know from you, am I folks, am I a snitch? Am I a snitch and what would happen to me at 855-2124 CBS? Because I think I'm a competitor. And I said like I know and Robin Lumberg was on before me this morning and Robin's an NBA guy and he and he makes several good points. Well, you know, we're supposed to all be in this together, especially as NBA players. This is about all our money if we can't keep this going and they got to shut this down. We're not able to get our money, and that has long-term ramifications, has long-term ramifications on on the salary caps, and and has a lot of problems. It'll take two or three years to get back to where we were, if not more. And I'm like, yeah, those are all good points. I also want to say, if my season ended like March 11th, and I've been sitting around April, May, June, July, four months, not uh, sitting around four months, but you're calling me back to go, into a thing where there are some guys who, who take it very seriously. There's some guys who are scared, who are afraid of this. Uh, and they are going, maybe they might feel that they are coerced. In some cases, they got, hey, I got 90% of my salary. I need that extra 10%. Remember, the biggest example you're ever going to, the biggest level of advice I could ever give anybody It's the same advice my boss once gave me, an old boss gave me. You, you'll make more money in your life. You will always have bigger bills. It just means more bills. You'll want more things, it'll mean more bills. And it's the same thing with NBA players. Yeah, they might make $2.3 million a year and so on and so forth. They have bigger bills. Hopefully they can squirrel it away, but they're going to have bigger bills, especially guys in their 20s. So there might be some guys who feel like they're coerced into it. All this stuff is great. All this stuff is yet normal and, and you should be saying these type of things. I look at it from a little bit of a different perspective. If you're calling me back, four months later, and we're going to finish this season. I'm in it to win. And I'm in it to win at all costs. If we're talking college sports and high school sports, folks, I do not condone this type of behavior. I do not condone cheating. I I, condone, I, I want sportsmanship. I want people to win well and lose well. I want that because they haven't deserved it. They, they haven't earned it in that case. High school kids, college kids. No, I don't like dancing in the end zone. I don't like any of that stuff. Bat flips in college baseball, no, you haven't earned it. But in Major League Baseball and in professional sports, you're at that level, you're there to entertain me. You're being paid a fine salary. Entertain me now. Bat flips, dances, talk trash, do the whole thing. And also cheat. Win at all costs. And if you're telling me that they're, they're well, Ken, these guys are role models. No, 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 no. That's up to mom and dad or grandma and grandpa or the high school coach to be role models. It ain't up to the guys who are in the NFL, Major League Baseball, and the NBA and the NHL to be role models. You're just going to get your feelings hurt. Yeah, they wanted to make – and if we're continuing the parlance of our time here with wrestling, Hulk Hogan was my hero growing up as a kid. And you've seen what's gone on with Hulk Hogan over the last decade. He ain't no hero. So I look at professional sports in a different way. There are good people who play it, but I shouldn't use them as role models. And I don't use them as role models. I I don't believe in that with professional sports athletes. And so I think that I am totally fine. If you have a team that is your favorite team and they're playing in the bubble and they have a chance at a championship, you know what? If I were a Laker fan, I would want somebody from the Lakers, if they see anybody from the Clippers leaving that bubble, going anywhere near, you damn well better call that hotline. Dwight Howard said he had the hotline called on him. Good. Don't care. Good. Have the hotline called on you. I don't care if it's cheap. I want it in your head. I want you to be bothered. I want you to even think that one of your own teammates called it on you. I don't care. I don't care. I want you to be a little nervous about all this because I want to get in your head in some way, somehow. And and I will full-on admit, I don't even know if I'd call it on my own teammates. I might go say something to them through a mask. Billy, I'm sure you're hating what I'm saying right now, but I if I am there in a bubble and I am doing something that is going to be historic. We are going to talk about these seasons with all these sports for years to come. There's going to be documentaries and books and the whole thing. It's going to be wild. If I'm in a historic pandemic situation and I'm playing professional sports again and I'm in a bubble that I can't leave, that means I'm making sure you can't leave. And if you do and I catch it, I'm calling that hotline. Am I wrong, Billy?
1: Not at all, Ken. Yes. I, agree, I agree with you.
3: Is my reasoning wrong?
1: Is your reasoning – no, I don't think so. Why, why would it be wrong?
3: Well, the only thing is that some people will say, well, you know, Ken, you know, it's supposed to be about all of us. It isn't supposed to be just about winning. It isn't supposed to be about that. And I go, okay, you guys can all be losers. My team's trying to win a championship here. Mm-hmm. That's what you're there. I mean, you'll get the final 10%, but it's not much compared to the other 90%, right? So if, I, if I'm going to be there, well, you know, no, I, I don't want any of that stuff. I want to go out and win. I want to win a championship. And if this helps me win a championship that you were either one – You know what? Even if you aren't, even if you don't do it, I'm going to call and say I saw you do it just so you have to answer questions about it. How about that?
1: How about this? Um, I totally – I mean, look, you got to – the games count. The championship is going to count. I personally don't believe that there's going to be an asterisk on this because it's the same level of competition. Uh, So you got to do what you got to do to win here.
3: I would agree. I do think that if if the Lakers win, there will be something on – I think there will be an asterisk next to LeBron because we want to do the whole LeBron-Michael Jordan argument. I think there will be an asterisk on that. Like, ah, it was easier, da da da, da. Even though I don't think it's easier, but you get what I'm saying there. Uh, Billy, but I, I'm pointing out – am I wrong? 855-2124-CBS. I'll get to the college football idea coming up here momentarily. I, I'm looking at it as a competitive thing. And when it comes to pro sports – Billy, I have the messenger up right now on Facebook, by the way, so go ahead in case anybody gets in here – Um I'm looking at this from a competitive standpoint. I want to win. I want my team to win. I'm in the pros. College might be different. High school is certainly different. I don't condone this practice. I do believe that everybody's supposed to be in it together, in 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 high school and foot in high school and, in college. I, I th- that's amateur athletics, but in the pros, I'm paid to contribute to winning. Exactly. And so I am I am willing to say that yes, I'm going to be called a Karen. I'm going to be called many things. I'll be called a snitch. People will probably threaten stitches against me. But I'm interested in winning. And if I play for any of the teams that have a chance here, it's not just that I'm going to call it if I see it. I'm going to call it even if I don't see it. I'm going to plant something in there. Because I want you to have to go on a Zoom, and I want you to have to answer those questions. That's what I want. Because it's coming out. Dwight Howard said it himself. It's already coming out. The, the, The NBA talks more than any other league. It's why we focus so much on the offseason. It's why guys like, like Adrian Wojnarowski, when he gets back from his suspension, when, when guys like Adrian Wojnarowski, it's why we, 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 we focus so much on him. We focus so much on Shams and a couple of other people because they, we want that inside info, and they always get that inside info. The NBA talks more than any other league, so I know even if I call it on you, even if you didn't do anything, even if you were in your room sleeping, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to be a hater, and I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to have them bother you about it because I want that to be in the back of your head. I want you to have to deal with that. That's my mental warfare. Michael Jordan, if we learned anything from the last dance over 10 episodes, that guy would make up reasons to hate people. That guy would go after people. You think Michael Jordan isn't having people call? If, if Michael Jordan were playing today in a bubble, you think Michael Jordan isn't having somebody call something on somebody? You're wrong. You know he will. You know he would. Ain't doing that. Don't give me that. I'm gonna beat you, and even if even if you're able to play, I want you to have to answer those questions. I want you to have to look at those tweets. I want that to happen, because I'm about winning. I want to win a ring. This isn't about this isn't about friends and sportsmanship. There's there's other places for that. That was back in college and high school. This is about one thing. I'm gonna take my time and come back to this bubble and deal with all you people, and play in this situation, and hopefully contribute to my basketball team, if I'm on one of these teams, I'm going to absolutely do it. And i do it on more than one. i probably do it on every single team that I'm playing against. Hey, so-and-so left the bubble. Especially if I saw them, even if they didn't. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll call up. I'll have – because every NBA player probably has three phones because you have your regular phone, then you have your two burner phones. I'll call from each one of them phones. They won't know the difference. It's supposed to be anonymous. Okay, well I will anonymously, quote unquote, report any given player out there. If I'm playing the if I'm playing the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, I saw Giannis out there. He was coming close to that line. I want Giannis to have to answer those questions. I want him to be annoyed. Every single team I play, I don't care. That's a nasty thing to say. I'm a nasty person when it comes to winning in professional sports. Eight five five two one two four cbs it makes me love that Billy agrees with me too because I don't think I'm wrong. From, from the health and safety and perspective and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, yeah, 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 I get that. I get that. But from competition, I don't care. I'm going to call it on you anyway. I'm a bad guy when it comes to that. Coming up in a bit, we re-rank the Madden 21 ratings for the pass rushers. Also, it's a great idea. But it won't work. and never will in college football. And if you try it, so many people want to say it's themselves. You better not pick me. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Rudy Gobert called the snitch hotline petty, and I don't care. I'll call it a snitch hotline. Some guys don't want to call it that. I'll, I'll absolutely call it that. That's what I love about pro sports. I can be as nasty and devious as I want to be. I love the snitch hotline, and I'd use it to my full advantage. If we've learned anything, that's, so, that's what makes pro sports fun because everything else about pro sports is terrible. Everything else is bad. you got millionaires who argue with billionaires. You have people who make to us an obscene amount of money that we will never be able to deal with or will never be able to, to be on their same platform. More, most, most of us will not be able to deal with that type of thing. There might be some millionaires out there listening, but most of us will never be able to resonate with them. So you have millionaires who argue with billionaires. I'm going to get to these calls here in a second because there's a lot of people who agree. So I got, I got millionaires who argue with billionaires, which we hate both when by the time that's all done. Most of these guys are not what they seem. There are some really good people in sports. There are, but there's a lot of guys who are not what they seem. A lot of villi- villains and arrogant and just unlikable. Unlikable folks, and any time we get upset, they don't do anything about it. You know, in college football, if I find some sort of terrible thing that's happened, or or an NCAA violation—maybe not terrible—but if I find real bad NCAA violations, I can I can remove a championship, I can remove a trophy, I can vacate a season. And to me, I think that's still silly. I think it's silly. He'd take away Reggie Bush's Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy. I still know what I saw with Reggie Bush. He was the best player, regardless. He was the best player, regardless of you were giving him a free TV and a free house and a free car and his parents' jobs. He was still the best player on the field. Doesn't matter. He would have been the best player on the field if he would have played at Appalachian State, let alone USC. He was the best. So sometimes I think that's a little flimsy, but we are trying to we are try still quote unquote. Trying to teach life lessons in college sports. We're trying to teach life lessons certainly in high school sports. And sadly enough, I can say, quote unquote, with that too. But in the NFL and in professional sports, with the NBA and Major League Baseball, anything goes. Jose Altuve was arguably mic'd up for sound, like he was Sammy the Bull going in there. And they're, they're not taking away their World Series. There were guys who got fired over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't worry about that. Don't no, Jose, don't you worry about that. Hey, Astros, don't you? Jim Crane, you're still you. You got your trophy. Bill Belichick has cheated in basically every single season he's ever been in. If you think that he hasn't, you're nuts. They're not taking those trophies out of those cases. It's free. They're never gonna take away my trophy. And this isn't even a cheat. You're telling me this? Well, I feel unsafe, and let me call their number. Let me call the hotline number. I feel unsafe. Even if I don't feel unsafe, I'm still calling it on you. That's what makes pro sports fun. It's win and it's win at all costs. As long as you don't get caught, it doesn't matter. Hey, Al Davis was one of the greatest cheaters ever. Just win. And we love that man no matter what. He's in the Hall of Fame. And and there's plenty of people who resonate with him because of one quote. Because he was devious. He took the team out from a guy because he left the country and somehow he could find a little bit of a way where he could pull the rug out and take the team away from the owner. One of the most devious people ever. And Al Davis was one of the coolest people ever. And one time I got to meet Al Davis at the Hall of Fame game. And when I say meet, I walked by when I was 12 years old. And I said, hi, Mr. Davis. And he said, what's up, guy? And it was the coolest thing I've ever dealt with in my entire life. And that guy cheated constantly and found other ways to cheat and encouraged it on his team. And the Raiders are one of the most fun franchises out there for a lot of folks. We're nostalgic about them. That's the fun of pro sports. I can be as nasty and devious as I want. And if you want to go out there, there's plenty of guys who who show good sportsmanship and all that other stuff. And there's plenty of those guys that I just call losers. And in the NBA and in this situation – yeah, call it, call it even if it didn't happen. James Harden, James Harden, maybe he's bothered by. It. I'm gonna call it on James Harden like crazy. Even if James Harden is sitting in his room every single day, eating granola bars and and plain chicken and going to bed and getting his full eight hours and his all eight glasses of water a day and he's doing great, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I saw him over trying to get to the club. I, I'm I'm I feel unsafe and hang up. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Bill in Cleveland. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead.
0: How are you doing today? Hi. Hey, I wanted to try to say this as gently as possible. And, and while I um, understand your position, I'm afraid that there might be a um, cultural difference between the NBA and you. Uh, okay. That the snitch mentality, which which, I mean, unless somebody really feels unsafe for their – for their life or family or whatever, I'm not sure anybody's going to call anybody out, you know?
3: Dwight Howard said he was already called. Dwight Howard says he didn't do anything.
0: Okay. Well, again, we're talking about the entirety of the league, and and you're suggesting it, and I get it, you know? Uh Hey, look, yeah, call everybody out, you know? Um, But, unfortunately, I think uh, the, the culture of the NBA is less likely to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to make this call because I don't know. I, I'm, i out of that culture. Um, so I mean, I, I'm just saying. I'm, well,
3: why are they, well, they they don't want to they don't want to snitch on one another is what you're saying.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they they wouldn't want to tell on one another. Well, they are, and
3: see, this is the difference. They're encouraging each other to do this, and we we're already seeing evidence. We already see evidence of some people going, "Hey, I wasn't out and about," and people have already called in on them because they they're saying it's for the good of the league. I get what you're saying, Bill. I'm just saying I am different, and I'm saying that if you, if, if, you, if you send me home and during my usual year, like it's July, I should be doing workouts and maybe starting to get ready for a season but really still hanging out. Um, if I'm going to come back and play and finish off this year and try to win a championship and get the extra 10% of my salary and whatever bonus I can uh, throughout the playoffs, if I'm on one of these really competitive basketball teams, I, this is me personally, I'm calling it every time. I'll, I'll call it even if I don't need to. And, and if I- I'm wrong, I'm wrong.
0: I, I, I understand. I just kind of think it might be a little different. And, and I hope you're right, and, and I hope that people will be willing to step forward. And once again, it gets more and more to the point of my health and well-being, my family's health and well-being, but beyond winning a championship. Well, you know, I, I'm afraid somebody went out and, and jeopardized me.
3: Oh, I, it, it's not a point where – and, Bill, thank you very much for the call – I think Bill thinks – Bill may think they might not call. I think that – and what Rudy Gobert said, he said it was petty. He said the line was petty. I think you'll find very few people who are as petty as professional athletes. Professional athletes are very petty. That's why it always is a mind-boggling thing when you're able to win a championship in professional sports. A lot of these guys don't like each other. I mean, there are close locker rooms. There are close locker rooms. A lot of these guys, they don't like each other. They watch – like in the NFL draft – and Lima, who's on tomorrow, Anthony Lima, who's a great host, he's on tomorrow from 10 to 2, same time I am. He'll tell you a story. Go ahead and call him up and ask. He watched a draft with an NFL player once. And that NFL player, when his team that he was playing on, drafted a player who played that, certain, that same position as he was or even could play next to him on that same position, he was angry. These are jobs. This is competition. So for a lot of us, like if we were – there might be pressure to not call the line. There might be pressure to not snitch. Don't be a snitch. But in professional sports, I think we underrate the pettiness that's on in professional sports with professional athletes. They count each other's money unlike anything you've ever seen. Everything's a competition. And if one person gets paid, if the locker room is not that strong, if the locker room isn't strong enough where you have leaders already there, oh, you're going to have a problem over it real quick. You have a problem over it, real quick. Some guys do celebrate other people getting money, unless they get more money than them. Joe in Oregon, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead.
2: Hey Ken, I, I just want to say that I'm all for the uh, the snitch line because as a Clipper fan, what, you know what they did last summer with you know everything. I thought this is the closest that they're going to get to a title, and then the COVID thing happened. And I was like, man, there it is. Not going to happen. But this could be the year for the Clippers. And I don't know even if you saw what Damian Lillard said at his own birthday party with the whole Blazer team down there. Let's not waste our effing time. He <laughs> Wait, wants you're to a, win.
3: You're an Oregon State and a Clipper fan?
2: I, I know. I live in misery.
3: <laughs> do, you just, do you root for the Washington Generals when you see them play the Harlem Globetrotters there, Joe? I mean, good no, God. I,
2: I'm not I'm not Krusty the Clown putting money on the generals. To, <laughs> I thought they were due. Um, no, I, I don't yeah. I mean I it, the Clippers are the only uh Southern California team I root for, being from Southern California. Uh grew up in a, a Steeler household but I'm a Dolphins fan. Wow. You know. <laughs> so I do like the LA Kings. I do root for the Kings. Uh grandpa was a Red Wings fan, so I got the Red Wings and the Kings uh from from both, because my grandpa was from Michigan. So,
3: well, no, I think uh, I, yeah. I think you're right about that, and it, uh, I think you're definitely right about the Clippers thing. And, and Joe, thank you very much for the call eight five five two one two four CBS. Like, I and I I know where both Bill and Joe are coming from. Where yeah, you want safety, and they're encouraging them like crazy to call for safety. And I think in a lot of ways it might be working. I, and, and again, Dwight Howard's like, hey, they called it on me. I didn't go anywhere. Stop calling it on me. I'm just saying, yes, I am petty enough, and I think pro athletes should be petty enough, and they already are, that, yeah, call each other, call it on each other even if you didn't have any chance, even if you knew the other person wasn't out there. I'm trying to gain a competitive advantage. Eight five five two one two four cbs coming up here in a little bit. We'll do the top five. Top five, speaking of this, Billy already put it out there, top five players that I think I'm going to have to call it on, or I would have to call it on if I were in the NBA bubble. And... The rich get richer in college football, and we also rank the top ten pass rushers in Madden 21. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio right now. It's the latest sports update with the great, the hard rocking, and hard working Marco Belletti. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. People tweeting at me right now. Alec, of course, Karen Carmen would say he would snitch on other players. Yep, totally would. Totally would. Steve corrects him and says male Karens are called Kyles. Is that true? Billy, is that true? Are they called Kyles?
1: I've never heard that before.
3: I mean, Kyle's not that bad of a name. I don't know. I'm not anti-name. Like the Karen thing, it's just it's easy. I'm Ken Carmen, and Karen starts with a K, and you move it right together. That's, That's fine. I'm not doing it. Well, how should I say this? The only reason I'm doing it is, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, you know what, I guess I am a Karen because I'm trying to be petty. I am totally trying to be petty with it. Rodrigo Bear says it's petty, and I, I, yeah, it is, and I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm definitely going to do that. We'll get to the Madden 21 pass rusher ratings coming up here in just a moment. I got to get to these calls. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Anthony in Alabama, you're first up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead.
4: Okay, that's Atlanta, not Alabama, but appreciate you taking the
3: Oh, call. it <laughs> says Atlanta. You're right. Billy's right. I'm wrong. You don't go do, right on ahead. Don't do that to me. Hey, but listen,
4: I understand a competitive advantage, but now what you were saying, unless I'm misconstrued, you're talking about just straight up lying, saying oh, someone yeah. was out. When, no, you can't oh. do that, man. Oh, oh I will. Massive. No, right. well, you, you got to go get a job with the New England Patriots, and you'll fit right in. Yes. I love you. Yes,
3: I I'm more than willing. Anthony, (laughs) stay with me. Stay with me. I am more than willing. Yeah, if he wants to, if he wants to hire me, I I, yeah, I will definitely (laughs) do that. I'll be quiet for him. I'll be quiet for the money. Anything he wants, it doesn't matter. And I will go out there and I will be petty and try to get after other people. I can promise you that.
4: But this is what happens in this country. When you get caught doing that, the blowback is ten times its worth, and you're ruined. Can you imagine an athlete? Let's just say a big name. I won't even associate one, so I won't name a name. But can you imagine someone getting caught doing that, or their family member, in the blowback? You guys would kill that person in the press.
3: Well, let me let me think about this. How good of a player am I? Say I call. You see, now we're laying it down here. How good of a player am I if I call the hotline on on another player? You play play that scenario out for me. Am I a middling uh, middling player? Am I a six man? Am I a starter? Am I a All Star, upper echelon, one percent player? I think there's a difference in that answer. Tell me, in, in a play this scenario out. Am I a one percenter? Am I that good? Am I up there with, with, with uh, Steph and with and uh, with Giannis and, and with Kevin Durant and the so on? Am I there in this scenario? I
4: don't think they would. I don't think they would, man. It's, and it's, you gotta understand what? this too. There's a little a saying, you know, among, among a lot of guys in the uh, league. It doesn't apply to what you're saying. This is just about a rules thing. But mm-hmm. stitches get digits. They don't. Nobody likes their name associated with that. Seriously, these younger oh. guys—they just—it's a negative blowback. Uh, they got to deal with the community when they when when the NBA season is
3: over. It, they're just not going to do it, even though I, they
4: would. Maybe a family member would, but not not them. They're just not going to buy in. Uh, let me take it a
3: step further. Let me take it a step further. Okay. Sam Sam, LeBron, okay. stay with me on this, Anthony. I'm even more apt to call it because I know that my greatness will overshadow it and it will make it a funny story someday. In no, the documentary, in so LeBron's, and LeBron's, got LeBron's... To lose. He's got oh, what has, to he got lose. To, what has he got to lose if he calls it on, on somebody is. else just to mess with
4: worth him? worth half a bill. He's worth half
3: a billion dollars. Oh, Why hell. So what? so what? So what? That's not going to bother anybody. Literally. Think about this. They nah, they man, make my they make it. my documentary do in in twenty years they make my documentary it's the LeBron say I'm LeBron James and they make a LeBron James last dance documentary ten part da 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 and I'm the guy who does it and uh-huh. they and, and the people who by the way are my people who are or are, are filming this just like they were with Michael Jordan's they go did you call the snitch line yeah did you call the snitch line on Kevin Durant, or not Kevin Durant did you call the snitch line on Giannis knowing that Giannis didn't do it? Yeah. Why? Because I wanted to mess with him and laugh. And everybody else would do the same thing too. I think there are guys they are so great, I don't think that it would have such a negative connotation on them. I really don't. I
4: don't know, man. I really, Danny Ainge would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Ainge would do it. <laughs> as long as he got draft picks for
3: it. Thank you, Anthony. As long as he got draft picks for it, I bet he'd do it. All right, let me get to Sam in Alabama. I got it right here. Sam, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Sam got nervous, Sam got out. Cotton in Conyers, Georgia. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio.
5: Hey, what's up, man? First off, you're not snitching. It's for the good of the team. And if the person that's on the team isn't disciplined enough to not break the rules, then he's the one that's actually doing the snitching because he's letting everybody else down. This is a team. This ain't just speak short story. My son had a kid in college. After the game, he decided he wanted to go out and rob one of the other players in the parking lot. Oh, my goodness. They had to vote on whether or not this kid should be kicked off the team. I told my son, you make the best decision that you think is morally right. He chose to have the kid kicked off the team, in which it probably did the kid some good.
3: Oh, thank well, if the guy, if you have one teammate robbing another, like actually robbing another teammate, if I if they, I can't trust you anymore. You got to go. I agree with your son. Well,
5: according to the world, that's snitching, they would consider that snitching, which is not.
3: I think the and robin's worse than the snitching. Wait, I cotton. I think the robin's worse than the snitching. Is it not? Yes, but the
5: world would consider you a snitch.
3: Well, damn. Do that's I rob from the person who robbed then? Does that, is that how that works? Can I rob from the well, person who robbed and give well, back to well, the person see, he robbed from? Then it's just a vicious cycle.
5: Well, here's the thing. The guy on the NBA team that went out and had a booty call knew he wasn't supposed to.
3: Oh he knew he
5: wasn't supposed to do it. So that's the crime. So if someone on the team say, look, man, Joe is out here doing this, which is going to jeopardize us. If we're going to be without him, we're going to be without him anyway. If he ain't disciplined enough to not call illegal people into the bubble, yeah. That's a if, that's a him problem. That's not a me problem.
3: And you know something else and see this is what lays into the pettiness here cuz so many people say, "Well, it's petty." And I go, "Well, yeah, cuz there's nobody more petty than a professional athlete." And let me give let me give you case in point here if you are living deliciously in the in the bubble and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and you're taking advantage of perks that I can't take advantage of, absolutely, I'm petty as a professional athlete and I'm going to call somebody on you. Uh, because if everybody's like, like if you're able to go out and mm-hmm. take it a, a, and have a good time, quote unquote, I ain't going to put it like you did, but if if I can go out and have a good time and you can go out and have a good time, we're fine. I don't need to say anything to anybody about that. But if I can't and you are, Oh, no, I'm going to call somebody on you. That's how pro athletes, I do think that's how a lot of pro athletes are regardless.
5: This is not the street. No one is snitching on another drug dealer. No one is snitching on another gang member. This is point. professional basketball with millionaires. Yep. So this is not snitching. And I agree. the ones who think that it's snitching are generally people who don't work for a living. Ooh. You
3: know, come on. Cotton? Cotton, this is a strong call, and I thank you very much for making it, my friend. Thank you very much for the call. 855-2124-CBS. That was the strongest call we'll take today. And that's how pro athletes are. Now, I would say in this situation, I'm a little bit surprised about the whole thing about the one teammate, Rob, the other teammate. I, I would have to think, yeah, he, you got to go. You have to go. Because now all the other teammates can't trust you. If, you. if they find out who you are, that guy's got to go. Even if he's a superstar, that guy's got to go. Because I can't, I can't trust you. You're robbing from your teammates. It's uh, there's certain places. Listen, I know you. There, there are guys in 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 college sports and in high school. God, we had a guy get arrested in high school when I was in high school, uh, right there on the practice field. Uh, there are guys who get arrested in high school and they, they act crazy in high school and in college and in the NFL. That locker room's supposed to be different. It's supposed to be a place of trust. Now you're still supposed to lock your valuables but it's still supposed to be a different place and you can go out and get wild and go do other things i'm not ab- i'm not worried about your business there but in the locker room it's supposed to be different you rob from me we find out you got to go 8552124 CBS8552124227 billy are we ready are we ready with the nfl music baby let's get it going oh i got to hang on one second i think he, billy was on the phone see that's the problem i can't see billy I want to do them. I'm going to be in a holding pattern until this goes. Okay, are we ready? Are we ready, Billy? Let's go. Let's do it, baby. So Madden came out with the rankings, and I did this for the running backs. It was okay. I think a lot of people agreed with the rankings, but they had Madden came out with the top ten pass rushers for Madden 21, and I look at this criteria with again, who do you play with? Who do you play for? What do you mean to your team? What do you mean to your team's success on the field? How are you off the field as well does play into this as well because I think that this is where Madden differentiates things from the NFL executives who did their top ten as well this week. For Madden 21, Aaron Donald's number one in terms of pass rushers. Aaron Donald 1, 2, J.J. Watt. I'm going to tell you right now, J.J. Watt is not number two on my list. Number three, Khalil Mack. Number four, Vaughn Miller. Five, Fletcher Cox. Six, Cameron Jordan. Seven, Chandler Jones. 8, Calais Campbell, 9, Miles Garrett, 10, Chris Jones. Here's how I re-rack the order. At number 10, J.J. Watt. You're a little old in the tooth. You're a top 10 guy. I don't remove, I don't add anybody from the top 10 on Madden's list. I don't do any of that, and I won't ever do any of that. I'm just taking the 10 they give you, and I'm going to re-rack. You are still a top 10 guy, but you're getting a little bit long in the tooth. What saves you in this situation is that you're still the unquestioned leader of the city of Houston. He is the number one guy in Houston. He's the number one guy of the Texans. And I think that J.J. Watts' presence, while injured, J.J. Watts' presence has made things a little bit easier for Deshaun Watson to start to begin the process of taking over the franchise and taking over the franchise as its leader. I think he means that much to that city and that organization, and that's why I think that Madden has certainly overrated them. Madden likes to say that they come down to football, that they look at, they look at it almost a way that pro football focus does. I don't think that's true whatsoever. I don't think that's true at all. If J.J. Watt wasn't the philanthropist that he was, which he's a kick-ass philanthropist, if he wasn't an all-around good guy, if he wasn't the team leader, if he wasn't the future Hall of Famer that he is, uh, there's not a chance – still, and I mean in this case, there's not a chance he'd be up there at number two. But because of everything else that he means, still to the city, still to the franchise, they put him at number two. I put him at number ten. Number nine, Chris Jones, just got paid, fantastic player, got no problem with that. Calais Campbell has aged like a fine wine. They have Calais Campbell at number eight. I have Calais Campbell at number eight. And the Ravens stole him. Chandler Jones at number seven. They have Chandler Jones at number seven. So far, we're in agreement here. I have Fletcher Cox at number six. I still think Von Miller's very, very great. I put Von Miller at number five. The next name is going to be controversial, and I don't even want to look at Twitter. I'm going to be called a homer. Let me explain myself to you this way. I say... It's what your team can do with and without you. The Texans are still a playoff team without J.J. Watt. The Browns, and this was Miles Garrett's fault, not anybody else's, the Browns completely fell apart. In the 2019 season, Miles Garrett went away. That defense got shut down for the rest of the year. He just got signed to a 125 million dollar contract. You could say it's ugly. Whatever. You can be all upset. I know that. What Andrew Filippone in Pittsburgh was clutching his pearls like crazy over this last week. Miles Garrett to me is the most important player of the Cleveland Browns because if he plays well, Baker Mayfield doesn't need to put everything on his shoulders like he had to last year. So Miles Garrett to me is the most important person for this year. To me, I think that they should use Miles Garrett the same way J.J. Watt has been used in in Houston where J.J. Watt is there, even in his presence, and I know he's been hurt, so Miles Garrett should be better off in this case, where you can eventually, slowly but surely, give the keys to the entire franchise to Baker Mayfield. You tried to do it all last year, and it was basically like me taking my six-year-old son and letting him just drive down the street in my truck. He's going to wreck. You're going to blame Dad. You don't blame my son. I put Miles Garrett number four. I think he showed last year in the final six games how important he is. Number three, Cameron Jordan. One of the silent one of the guys who I think that are, are underrated in terms of his leadership and his overall play. I think Drew Brees' job is that much more difficult has he not had a guy like Cameron Jordan. Number two, Khalil Mack. We don't talk about the Bears without Khalil Mack. They are a nothing without Khalil Mack. I hate to say this about Mitchie. I love Mitchie and I hope he gets it turned around, but they are a nothing without Khalil Mack. Number one overall, Aaron Donald. They're a nine and seven football team last year. We think of them as six and ten. They play in maybe the toughest division in the NFL. That is a guy who, as Lawrence Taylor was able to do with the Giants, not can't win every game. Jared Goff has to play better. That offense has to play better. He can win games for you defensively unreal player. And yes, number one with a bullet. You're going, to get no discre- you're going to get no disagreement from me. And that is the top ten players re-racked for Madden 21. We'll do the quarterbacks. I promise we'll do the quarterbacks. We got the top five coming up at around 1.20 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be a hell of a time. I promise you on that. And I finally got to get back to the college football thing that I've been dying to tell you about because there's so many guys, there's so many hosts who want to be this person. They want to be the commissioner. I think it's a great idea. I think it's untenable. I think it's something that you can't do. And if you wanted to make me the commissioner, I think you'd be in a lot of trouble. I do not have the backbone, and I'm not nice enough, and I'll explain why coming up. And Ron Rivera is already in the driver's seat for the Coach of the Year. It's going to be a big final hour. Join us, won't you? 855-2124-CBS. I'm Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio.